Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, November 2nd of 2021. Hey, two days in a row. I'm pretty excited about this. Um, Not a whole lot to update on. Again, um, it's a busy, busy month. We all know this. Um, Well, maybe not we all, but like if you've listened to this podcast, you know because I've told you that this is a busy month. Um, So, I think, at least if the last two days are any indication, I think I'm on like a pretty decent track to be prepared for all that is coming down the pike. So, fingers crossed that things continue to go as smoothly as they have for, you know, the last two days. Um, (laughs) I recognize that it's been two days, Um, but I'm feeling really good, which is going to make me feel better long run. So... Um, that is a little bit about where we're at. Again, like I said, busy week. Um, today was fairly chill, at least in like what November is going to look like. Um, today was another chill day. A lot of the visits are not really getting started until tomorrow, but at the same time, COP was also in existence today, so there's a lot to talk about there. Um, So with that, we are going to just jump right in and talk about the British royal family um, at the COP26 in Glasgow. So let's jump in to that now. The United Kingdom. Like I mentioned, the British royal family is still um, pretty in Glasgow. So today it was truly just the Prince of Wales and Duke of Cambridge taking on events in Glasgow. Um, And it seems like William is at least on his way back to London. But I thought he had things like later on in the week too, but maybe not. Um, So the way we're going to do this, and this is how it's going to... This is how most things go. So some things I'll do chronologically because that's how it makes sense. But with this, um, we're going to talk about Charles, uh, the Prince of Wales's events first, and then we'll talk about William's events Um, because that's just like an easier breakdown in this case. Yesterday, it was easier to break down chronologically versus the way this is. So to start, um, the Prince of Wales gave a speech during the World Leaders Action on Forest and Land Use event. Um, So this is a conversation about um, deforestation and like what we can do to solve that problem. Um, Prior to that meeting or prior to that side event thing, um, he also met with representatives of indigenous peoples groups um, to talk about their experience um, in relation to forestry and land use. Um, so that was his first event. Um, 
And then later in the day, he hosted a Commonwealth reception for Commonwealth leaders. Um, so the 50 representatives from the 54 Commonwealth countries, most of these are going to be like the prime ministers, but not all of them, um, but most, um, as well as um, the CEOs involved with Sustainable Markets Initiative were also invited um, to continue collaboration. Um, also throughout the day, Charles was holding bilateral meetings. So today he met with the prime ministers of Australia, Bangladesh, Canada, Jamaica, Sierra Leone, um, as well as with the president of the United States. Um, which today I'm not going to lose my mind over. Um, also, I realized yesterday that like Joe Biden and Prince William had already met um, it's just, I don't think there was a lot of photographic evidence of it, um, at the G7 that was in, I think, England, um, earlier this summer, but I don't think there was as much photographic evidence of the meeting. Like, obviously it happened, um, but I fangirled over the photos, not the actual meeting, although I fangirled over that too a little bit, um... And so, like, I just want to say, like, I know the president of the United States has met these people before, um, but anyway, uh, just prefacing that I do know this, um, but there are moments where I still just get very excited that our president is not our former president, um, and that's what this was. So, anyway, um... <laughs> Uh, okay, so that was Charles's day. Those bilaterals are super duper important. Um, everything he did today was a really important event. Um, but then, you guys, in the royal watching community world, uh, we are all collectively losing our mind about, like, how impressive the Duke of Cambridge is right now. Um, so when he launched the Earthshot a year ago, it really, like, I think I made the statement, like, oh, I'm not sure this is what we need because we need to take action, right? Like, that was my thinking of it. And um, I was wrong because... Today, the winners and finalists of the Earthshot Prize were being, were meeting with world leaders. They met with the Secretary General of the United Nations today. The 15-year-old uh, Earthshot finalist that I talked about yesterday gave a speech today in front of world leaders where she said, it doesn't really matter what you do here because my generation is going to keep going without you. We're going to do it ourselves because you've left us no choice. Now, some of that is paraphrasing, but in just, in the gist of what she was saying, it was that we are moving beyond you because all you do is talk. Um, and I, she said, I, I have every right to be angry at you all right now. And she's right. She does. Um, you know, 
we collectively as a society and yes people of my age range you know that 20 to 35 these us millennials um are also pay like we've made some of the choices but then we're also paying for a lot of the choices but like we have they these these children have every right in the world to be angry with us every single right um but like <laughs> these people these winners these finalists of earthshot have actual solutions and what's happening right now is because of their connection to the Duke of Cambridge, the eventual king of the United Kingdom, they're getting recognition and their ideas are going to get momentum and their solutions that they've already created are going to be widespread. And had I expected that kind of follow through, which I'll be fair, like I'll be completely honest, I did not. Um, which I think is why everything since then has been shocking because I didn't expect it. So, like, the follow-through and the, the execution has just been way more than I expected. Um, and, like... I now no longer think Earthshot, I didn't, as of, you know, when the prize ceremony was held, I no longer thought it was a bad idea, but, like, genuinely think it's fantastic now. Um, so, that was part of the day. Um, but then William also gave a speech during the accelerated Accelerating Clean Technology Innovation and Deployment um, side event. So, that is what he was up to. Like I said, he is on his way back to London, presumably from the Twitter feed that is going on. Um, also, a fun, interesting side note, if you live in the UK, um, I don't know if you have to live in the UK for this job, but uh, Kensington, Kensington Palace is looking for a uh, digital communications officer, so, you know, up that social media game. Um, just saying. Side note, fun side note, a job I considered applying for myself, but I really like this part, which I obviously would not be able to do with that job. So <laughs> we're moving on. Um, so yeah, that is what was going on in the UK. So now we are going to go ahead and move on to the Danish royal family. Denmark. In Denmark, there is a little bit going on today, um, and then it seems like the next couple of days are going to be kind of like busier um, in terms of just there's a big thing happening in Denmark, which we'll talk about in just a second. Um, but first, we'll start with Queen Margrethe's event. Um, so today, she attended a rehearsal for um, the upcoming Snow Queen Ballet, um, which has been in um, basically pre-production for a year, two years, 
Um, it was probably supposed to exist last year, but pandemic. Um, and it's based off of H.C. Anderson's um, The Snow Queen fairy tale. And um, I think I've talked about this previously. Um, in fact, I'm fairly certain I have uh, that Queen Margrethe also, like, I don't know, just on the side, her side hustle, um, is designing um, costumes and sets and illustrations and all of these things. So she designed the set and the costumes for the upcoming performances. So today she was kind of able to see the beginning stages of this. Um, I couldn't really tell when it's going to go into quote-unquote production, but she attended the rehearsal today. Um, so that was her daytime event. And then also today, Crown Princess Mary attended the 25th anniversary of the Psychiatry Foundation, um, which is an organization that has the mission to promote good, strong mental health to Danish people. Um, so it started this mission 25 years ago to really destigmatize this mental health idea um, and make it a... A conversation um, because Denmark is exceptional. Um, so that was what Mary was up to. So she is patron of the organization. So she also gave a speech congratulating them on this momentous anniversary. Um, so those were the daytime events. And then we get into the evening, um, which starts like a whole nother thing. So Denmark is the host for the Nordic Council, um, which is basically like all of the Nordic countries coming together to hold like their own. It's kind of similar to like an EU um, kind of cooperation thing like that in that all the Nordic countries kind of come together and work on their common issues um, in a cooperative way. So, each year, it cycles between the Nordic countries, um, and this year, Denmark is the host. So, that means that the royal family will have some involvement, certainly not a ton, but some, um, because their country is hosting. So, this evening, Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary attended the Nordic Council Award Ceremony, um, which is an annual event that goes the night before the Nordic Council starts, in which... Um, Awards are given to participants for, um, or nominees for various topics. Um, so for example, tonight, um, Crown Princess Mary presented the Children and Youth Literature Prize, um, to a Swede, a Swedish author. Um, so like, they can be from any of the Nordic countries. So it's just a really cool way to, um, show off the cooperation between the two countries. Um, I'm not, but not the two countries, multiple countries, sorry. Um, I'm genuinely curious as to what language this award ceremony was in. Because some Nordic countries are all kind of similar, but not all of them. So like, did they do it in English? Did they do it in Danish? Because that's where they're at. And then like, the people who don't speak Danish or can't understand Danish were just, I don't know, had translators in their ear. Like, I'm genuinely curious. Um, 
So anyway, that is what was going on there. So there are going to be a few events taking place with the royal family starting tomorrow. Um, in like Queen Margaret is hosting a, a reception, just kind of things like that are going to be taking place over the next few days. Um, like I said, they don't have a huge, huge involvement, but they do certainly have some involvement with everything going on. Um, so that is what was going on in Denmark. Um, not a whole lot going on in the Netherlands. Um, and this was not shared super officially, but like there's press photos of King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima arriving to Dubai. So they will be taking part in the World Expo Dutch National Day thing tomorrow, um, which I think is cool. It's very exciting. Um, they did hold some meetings, but like, I don't think they shared them on social media. Let me confirm that. Um, but I think they met with some level of government at the UAE, but I'm not sure who it was. I don't, I don't understand. Um, so anyway, that is what they were up to. So now we are going to move over to the Norwegian royal family. Norway. In Norway, there was one event today. Um, so today, King Harald, Queen Sonja, Crown Prince Akun, and Crown Princess Metamarit hosted a dinner for the Norwegian um, athletes who participated in the Tokyo Olympics and Tokyo Paralympics. Um, I'm th it might have just been the medalists. But I don't know, there were more people than there were medalists, unless it was like team sports. I don't really remember. Um, but anyway, that is what they were doing. Hold on, I'm going to find out. Invited participants to the dinner for the first time. Um, no, it literally just says participants in the Olympics and Paralympics. So I don't really know if this was um, winners or not, but they were able to host this dinner, um, especially because this year, obviously, um, no one from the royal family could be present during the games. Um, this is a common thread between all the countries. No, most countries' representatives were not there due to the um, restrictions of the games. Um, also, like, it just was not seen as a smart move. So, um, that is what was going on in Denmark. So, okay, there were 131 attendees in total. There were 68 Olympic and Paralympic athletes. I don't know. It, it's confusing. Um, I just want to, like, I don't ever do this, but, like, I've never really actually seen them share this either. Um, but the, the, they announced the dinner. Um, so which I find amazing. Um, so they had two starters. They had a salmon starter and a carpaccio of elk starter. Halibut was the main course because of course it was in Norway. Um, and then the apple dessert was the last dish. Um, I don't know. I just like 
kind of love that. I love that they shared that. Um, and so, like I said, it was the whole royal family in attendance, which is very exciting. We love that. Um, you guys, I'm just loving a world in which the pandemic doesn't exist in some of these countries, and it's my favorite thing ever. Um, it's just very nice to, like, see dinners like this and Nordic councils and, like, Yes, COP26 has some COVID restrictions, and, like, yes, COVID is still rampant among the world, but, um, I don't know. It's just very nice. It's very wonderful to see. Um, I just very much appreciate the, the ability to have these dinners, um, so that is what was going on today in Norway. So now we are going to move over to the Spanish royal family. Spain. In Spain, there was actually only one event today. I'm still waiting for the second thing to occur, um, and this is just a, like, miscommunication kind of problem, um, but we'll start with King Felipe. So, today he visited the logistics center for the Air Force, um, so this is the center, like, the command center responsible for armament of the fleet, so making sure that, um, the planes are combat ready, um, and prepared for missions and, um, basically making sure they have ammo and are correctly maintained and all of that. Um, so that is what that was today. I, for some reason, thought he had some other events today, but apparently I was wrong and that's like tomorrow. Um, it was, I'm very, I'm very confused. There are a lot of things that I am confused by in Spain right now. Um, but I, he, tomorrow he does have, um, quite a few events, um, going on. So just a misremembering on my part for this. Um, the other piece is at some point today, Queen Letizia is supposed to arrive in Paraguay. Now, the way the royal house made it sound like was that her visit started today. In reality, it does not. It starts tomorrow. Um, she should be arriving today, though. Um, I have yet to see any information on that. Um, now, I don't always know the best sources for this, but, like, I typically know most of them. Um, and I can easily find them. But I have yet to see her arrival. Oh, hold on. Okay, she, I don't think, is there yet. Oh, okay, she literally just landed. <laughs> she, like, literally just landed uh, within the past five minutes or so. I don't even know that she's off the plane yet. Just, just saying. Um... 
so so there's that <laughs> um okay so anyway like I said she'll be arriving tonight literally um and taking on engagements for the next two days and then we'll leave at some point on Thursday so um that is what's going on there I personally now am going to stop recording so I can go watch this nonsense happen um, because this is my life, literally. Um, I mean, this is my job. So in this situation, if things are happening later in the day like this, so it's 7.15 where I'm at right now. I'm not entirely sure what time it's in, it is in Paraguay, but it's like sometime around 7.15. Um, if stuff like this happens, we'll talk about it tomorrow um, because it's just a time zone difference. Um, I'm not sure what that looks like if I ever go and move to Europe, but hopefully, uh, I think it just means later nights at that point. Um, but that is what is going on today, um, and so I will talk to you all tomorrow for a very eventful International Day. Um, have a fantastic Wednesday. Bye.